0: Welcome to Savage Starlight, the officially unofficial podcast for The Last of Us on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking season one, episode eight, titled When We Are In Need. Aaron, you know what I'm in need of? No? What are you in yeah, need I, of? I will take that as a no.
1: I was a, yeah, I was like, I, I, you're asking a rhetorical <laughs> question? I'm wondering what is your background? What? It's a steakhouse. What, i'm it's in need steak- of a steakhouse yeah that's a uh much fancier steakhouse than the one that we visited tonight um i mean this is like argu so like this is arguably the apex of the the last of us experience and it's i think it's um it's a, it's a strong brew mm-hmm. and i'm really curious to see what the the fan base at large makes out of it because it's this is just some really bleak harrowing shit man and if anything, I felt like this episode felt like the director's cut of the video game experience. Like it's huh. just as good, but it had even more. Like I think everything that we got to know about David's cult just enhanced the experience. Uh, and all the it had all fewer
0: Ellie th- deaths though than when I played. It's true. Definitely fewer of true. those.
1: True. I mean, so I've like i am i find myself i get frightened when i'm stalked by scary things in a video game you know when Mm -hmm. i'm like a lonely space technician and there's a xenomorph up my ass or you know if i'm a paranormal investigator in phasmophobia and there's a fucking poltergeist about to wrap his bony fingers around my throat I, i really get gripped up i don't know that i've ever been stalked by a more menacing monster than david like, that whole thing where he's he's taunting and chasing you with that cleaver in the steakhouse is yeah. fucking terrifying. And this... I mean, Bella, it's like... The thing is, like, she is so fucking fierce and so ferocious, but she's also a 14-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And, like, she mm-hmm. sells that, like, terror, but also she's never going to stop trying to live. I, I, it,
0: yeah, yeah her, her attitude doesn't match her physical presence, which I love. I It's like you can see there's a beast within her but it's not represented by something that can actually yeah you know live it's up to physically it
1: physically only so powerful um uh-huh. and and the catharsis that i felt like when joel ran into her was like such immense like i i can't believe yeah. i was so caught up in the episode and then it's like then it was finally over you know um mm-hmm. there were going to be more towns people coming out it's like it's just like such such relief um yeah, I I was I was surprised that they didn't do a couple of things. I really thought they would do more with like the blinding, the blind out snow and stuff like that mm. that they kind of did the mess with the video game cuz that's yeah. always really atmospheric. I remember that in the what was it? The season 1 of Fargo when they pulled that off.
0: No, I, I like it. Um it, it leaves you more with Ellie because in the game this is like yeah, a two-part sequence, I guess. Um Yes in the show, it feels more like one and it's giving you just enough of Joel to let you know he's on his way. Um, and I think that's important from a plot perspective that they can just meet up here at the end. But I love that. Like Ellie is kind of on her own this entire episode yeah. and it's not Joel. Joel's doesn't come in and save her, but right. Joel, She's but Joel's saved herself there. And then, it, yeah. And, and then Joel meets back her, up with her and she saved him. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's really powerful. Um and man that that end when they come back together and the the whole episode, you know, people are talking about, oh, I I th- your father this, your father that. And then when he calls her baby girl at the end it's just like, well, I guess Ellie found her father.
1: Yeah, it's uh oh, I there's there's just so many uh, just really strong elements this episode, um, but I I like I said it, it worked on every level. I I as, as I was watching I was just thinking like you know are, are people going to be saying this about or people going to be saying that about it? Are people going to be is there going to be a whole referendum on oh is Joel a bad guy? Because man look at what he's capable of, <laughs> and I'm very interested to see what people say and think about this stuff, you know because. It's certainly, there, there's like some of the, I mean, some of that stuff is tropey. It's like when you see a person behave like that, like Jack Bauer, you know, it's like that's, you're supposed to feel a certain way about him. And what is, what do we, how do we feel about Joel? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's really interesting is showing us more of David's people. Um, you want, I don't know. Cause it's like, <laughs> uh, David kind of sucked me in in the first half of the episode. I'm like, man, I I guess he's not, I guess I, maybe I remembered that he was a worse guy than he was, but then like, I, but, but maybe think of like, you know, maybe if the things had gone different, like everything happens for a reason. I love that moment around the fire, the campfire. Cause it's just like in a video game, you realize, oh shit. Uh, I'm not just some rando badass that mm-hmm. has completely cowed these men. They know who I am and they want me dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I just, I, I just think that some of that stuff is, 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 I, I just, it just feels unique. Um,
0: yeah. So I love the way they slow roll exactly who David is over the course of this episode. I, yeah, uh, you know, I'm looking at it going, okay, I remember that they're cannibals. I remember that this guy is a real nasty dude by the end of it, and and they, it's very, this episode is very, very much like the game. I mean, all, almost beat for beat um but the way that they sort of let you wonder like okay so maybe these guys are eating people maybe i could see that if the whole town's gonna start although they live right next to the ocean you got the walking dead problem (laughs) yeah uh all over again get on some fucking boats man you don't have to eat people um right but but they see how how wavy that water was those those waves are three four foot high I know. How can you catch anything in that? Um, but, but they, they let you think like, okay, maybe he's not so bad. And then they go, eh, well, he's eating people. That's pretty bad. And then they give you even more insight into him. And it becomes apparent that he's not just a man who, who is doing bad things out of necessity. He's a man who enjoys doing bad things and enjoys the power and control that he has over his quote unquote sheep. Yeah, uh, he's it, a wolf. It, it, you can imagine what he was like as a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, he's absolutely a wolf just devouring these sheep. And anybody oh, who steps out of line is, is that's when he loses his cool. Everything is fine if you're willing to be a sheep, but if you're also a wolf, he's he's going to try and eat you. That's pretty chilling, his background as a
1: teacher, you know,
0: uh, I wasn't even <laughs> yeah, putting, yeah. putting
1: that together, Christ. Um, I,
0: I don't know if I want that guy in my math class, teaching yeah. my math class. No, it's great. Um, how do you feel about the the cannibalism stuff? Because obviously I knew. See, that's the thing. It's like, right? I, I and that's what I was trying to grasp at. In the
1: video game, I feel like David's people are just painted as a lot more unhinged. You know, it's like you walk in and they got like people. You know, there's like a corpse on a table being butchered, and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I think if you all of I I think 90 percent of us like look your plane goes down in the Andes mountains, no one's coming to get you. There's a couple dead people, they're frozen, meat still good. Are you going to die? What you gotta do. Yeah. Are you going to slice a piece off? Right. I think mm-hmm. most of us get that, but like when you've got like people hung up and strung up like pigs and barns and stuff, that just seems like. Mm, it's systematic right there's something calculated and you're salt and pork at that point right you're just salt and pork um but here in the game it's like i feel like it's interesting how they kind of start off it's like oh well maybe they you know they're about ready to starve and Lindsay or whatever fucker dad's you know he she he got killed turns out joel killed him uh Mm -hmm. you know we can't bear you can tell it's like maybe this is something they've really been wrestling over um, And then when you find out the barn full of people, then it's like, oh no, we're back to unhingedville. And I don't totally. know. It's like, I feel I kind of wish they hadn't done the barn full of corpses thing because I feel it made David more realistically unhinged.
0: Is that making sense? Yeah, yeah. Where he he is more of a shade of gray in his own
1: mind, right. But I don't, I don't want to act like I'm, I don't want to talk shit about this episode because again, I do feel like this felt like the direct, this feels like, you know, like Peter Jackson's, uh, Lord of the Rings, the, you know, I think maybe the better film is the, the theatrical release, but like, if you're a true fan, you're always going to watch the extended and this is what this felt like, like. I appreciated all those 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 undertones that that, you know, everything that they taught you about David's people, and David himself made the second half of him being a villain so much more effective. I thought, oh, yeah,
0: I was trying to figure out what I would have thought if they were maybe being a little too obvious about the cannibalism stuff too early. um, But it's hard to tell because I know. Right. So, right. I mean, I, I, when they show close up, anytime you show close ups of someone eating and there's any implication swirling around yes, the plot that they might 100%. be eating people, you know, it's true. You know, it's true. Um, yeah. maybe, maybe they tip their hand a little too much in that scene, but the rest of it yeah. I thought was done really well. Uh, yeah. The scarier thing, I think, comes at the end of this episode with uh, what he plans to do with Ellie, because I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, scenario unfolding getting closer to unfolding the entire episode I, right it's it's insidious that's how thing, subtle like, it is in this episode and, and, and
1: you can could, you could see that he's clearly talked himself and like well I'm, that's not going to happen I'm I'm just being charitable I'm going to bring this 14 year old girl into my compound out of Christian charity and that's what I'm doing and mm-hmm. she'll just be like a daughter to me but she's also my equal and she's so mature for her age. And but I would never do something like that. But god damn, she's such a C U N T and maybe she needs to be you can definitely see him talking himself in like I think it's worse yeah, than that. I think forward. this
0: is his modus operandi, Rondi, whatever. Um I I yeah. feel like this is a thing that he does. Cause why is he trying to keep Ellie alive? why is he like go get your retribution on joel but keep her no, alive definitely. is it simply I because she intends, hasn't killed
1: he definitely intends to prey on her i'm just saying that like he in his mind is not doing like i i think that you're seeing the same thing happen to uh, that dead man's daughter like he was clearly yes. in this like christian dominance you know taking her mm-hmm. in hand
0: kind of thing right um so like and yeah you get the impression well on that maybe his way. Her, her father was the only thing like standing in the way of that maybe yeah. he's gone she is extra scared
1: i he, he's well on his way to having 13 wives half of them underage. age totally. yeah no like yeah. that's he's he's and he'll uh, do it because the bible
0: yeah because the bible says be sure. fruitful and, Become, and, and multiply and, right and
1: i'm the chosen one anyway and Ugh. yeah uh-huh and the men that yeah. don't go along with it are probably going to be the ones that sent out on patrols and will end up dying
0: and yeah we'll there's end a up play yeah 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 um but, horrifying yeah it's so it's so subtle throughout the episode. all that stuff is is so well told, um, just how nice of a guy David seems at the beginning. You believe him when he says, "I don't want to hurt you i uh, we're just uh group people looking to get by, yeah, and then <laughs> where he ends where he ends this episode, holy shit, it's a transition now. will we go to the ad, make every shot count? We'll be back with more of Savage starlight. we're not the cure for mankind but we have your favorite podcast here's more of savage starlight i think i prefer i mean i know from a gameplay
1: perspective and it also makes it a lot more tense when you are like completely locked in a jelly's jelly into ellie's pov <laughs> and then uh-huh. you know you you get joel's pov and it can it's like it's, it's it reminds me a lot of um you know, in the Lord of the Rings, where in the books you just have as soon as uh, Sam and Frodo split off in a group, you either get the rest of the Fellowship's perspective or you get said, but you never get, you know, they're not interleaved at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just inherently superior from a storytelling perspective. If the video game could just hand off the POV as effortlessly as this is, I think it would feel so much more suspenseful because as Joel, you're playing your segments desperate to get to Ellie, because you know she's in danger, and when you go to Ellie, you also gotta fight and you know Joe's well, that's the thing, it's like, you know Joel's coming for you.
0: But yeah, when you're, you're watching, do. I think this is the way to go, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I... I <clears throat> that's the thing, I didn't feel like there was really as much danger in the game as I felt in the show. I felt really? like there the, it was because Joel is so absent from the show mm. in this mm. episode. You get to see him kill a couple people and interrogate a group and that's kinda it. Right. It's a lot uh, though. It's a lot. I think there's
1: as much death in this episode as there's been well oh, yeah. excepting the mass
0: <laughs> the infected <laughs> the uh, mass infected bomb, event
1: yeah. in, in in Kansas City, the bloater incident. I think there's more uh-huh. death in this one episode than there's been in the entire rest of the season nearly so so yeah that's the thing is like joel is like you get you get a side of joel's a bad bad man Uh like this is not he is not an amateur he is going to work here um and he will kill every motherfucker between him and ellie um and this was imagine this if if, imagine if david actually was the man he thinks he is and this wasn't a cannibal colony joel would still Mm -hmm.
0: have hatched Mm -hmm. his way through this right totally yeah I mean, this is what uh, Tommy was talking about when he's talking about we're just not good at the other ways. Well, they are good at this way, right? But I mean, on the other hand, I guess if it, if guys are sending like
1: a kill camp sweeping for your location, um, and Jelly's or Jelly, <laughs> that's the Joel Ellie POV synthesis totally. Jelly. Yeah. You, just, you see Joel's POV in your left eye, and you see Ellie's POV in your right. And um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Joel, I I. I I am wondering what like people are going to think of like Joel going forward. Is like this, you know. What do we think of him?
0: Doesn't change my opinion on him, but I played it. Well, right, we played it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: what else we have to talk about? I tell you what, those injections.
0: Can I I say my my general opinion on Joel is very positive, uh, with with uh kind of a question mark, um, that we'll probably see next episode. But generally, yes, very positive on Joel.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like in a post apocalyptic Mm -hmm. situation, you want, if like you're in trouble, you would want someone like Joel to come after you. Like, right or wrong, you want a person who's just going to whip ass and and rip and tear until the job's done, right? Uh huh. Right? Like, this is in no way a cool way to operate in any kind of civilized society. We have the rule of law, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, yeah, if you're in a post shit hits the fan situation, Joel is a is a pretty sturdy way to be. Uh, you're yeah. going to be f- phenomenally psychologically fucked up and probably physically wrecked. But, you know, it's either that or die screaming strapped mm-hmm. to the table. Right. Sure. Uh, um, Man, that death. That's the other thing I admire about The Last of Us video game is like the physical combat feels like this. It's very intimate you know like if 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 you've got like a shotgun or a two by four with the eight inch kitchen knife duct tape to it fair enough one <laughs> one shot will do it but when you're mm-hmm. like doing with hatchets and knives it's fucking bad this de- and yeah. it's like death like where the guy's like literally spitting blood into him was whoo mm-hmm. intense intense uh, speaking of intensity, the m- thing that I was most squirmy about watching the entire episode was the penicillin shots directly into the inflamed wound. Really? That. All right. That that is I man that's that. I'm not even that big of a needle guy. Like I'll watch people take my blood and give me injections and stuff, but like it's I don't something about the the inflamed infection part of the pussiness.
0: Yeah. He, it wasn't good. He didn't. He didn't even wince. He was out pretty cold but like yeah yeah i i guess i assume that's where you would put it i'm actually here's the thing i feel like, lar- I I feel Joel- like when
1: in doubt large muscle groups buttocks deltoid yeah, muscles yeah, yeah. you know sure
0: is that that's certainly true with like vaccinations they they get you in the arm right or yeah. the butt but, but maybe side uh, of i, I, I guess kind of yeah them.
1: post-apocalyptic again if you can't go wrong with injecting in sight, in the sight of
0: true I bet he's wishing he taught her some basic first aid before this. Joel teaching her nothing for this entire journey for months. Finally needs to have taught her something and she can't do it. I
1: was, I I saw an interview. um, There was no spoilers, but they're talking about Bella Ramsey and that this was her favorite episode to film. And I can see why, because she got to do a little bit of everything, horse riding, shooting, stabbing, Mm -hmm. punching. Like I just, it's, emotionally complicated work like this is like she put on a real clinic man oh yeah uh i'm so i'm amazed that someone like i said so fucking ferocious can also play so small like when she's like you know like when david's got her huddled into the corner like you know chasing around the corners of the cell
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> all her it break- all feels like a put on uh yeah you know in a way there yeah her breaking his not. fingers man yeah Oh, God. Tell her on Ellie's the name of the little girl The Brook, you fucking fingers. fingers. <laughs> like, uh, she wants her name from Ozark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to stop me, you'll have to fucking, fucking kill me. <laughs> She's uh, great.
1: What else are we going to do, man? Are we going to talk about some more stuff or should we get to the... Do you have more observations? Do you have more off-the-cuff I do. Stuff? I have a million, but they can wait. Hit, really? Just hit me with one.
0: Uh, I gotta have one more. Let's see. Uh, the 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 dude David, early in the episode when he's he's talking to her and getting to know her and telling her he's a math teacher, he was disarming her with familiarity, mm-hmm. trying not to be a stranger to her. Yeah, it's a hell mm-hmm. of a tactic. Grimming. Almost
1: works um oh one other observation because i know a hundred million people put it in at, pointed it pointed out in chat and i haven't looked i'm just just pulling it out of here um troy baker he was ah. david's right hand man this episode he's mr uh cleaver chop to the neck
0: oh yeah all right so L.A. his credit Pops. is
1: james i i
0: don't know any of their names
1: yeah so uh this is the part where we part ways if you're not a club member. Uh, we're gonna have an instant talk portion where people who are watching the show live on YouTube uh, are gonna chat with us, and uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna have a rip roaring and good time. If you want to get in on that good time for the finale episode, what a better what what better time to join than then? Uh, Support that baldmove.com to find out how you can get that and a whole bunch of other premium bonus features, ad free feeds, etc. Uh, follow us at Twitch.tv. Jesus, why am I doing this? Why am I Twitch brain? Ever since the Groundhog Day thing. Ever since the Groundhog. Twitter.com/slash/baldmove. Uh, T-L-O-U, T-L-O-U at baldmove.com is how you get feedback that'll be out uh, Thursday and our full scene by scene analysis episode will be out Tuesday Whew, that's a lot of shit let's get into the instant talk